from Los Angeles. This is the Rat's Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. Oh, God, I have not recovered from the beach on Sunday, Dave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's even Tuesday, and you haven't recovered. <laughs> it's yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was just a, a wild time at Zuma Beach on Sunday. You know, last day of summer. Uh, well, not the last day of summer, but the last day you go to the beach where it was officially summer. And Zuma is a wild place. Uh, it's a little more up upper class than Venice Beach is, but you always see some of the same people mm-hmm. when you're there. Like, and before we get into this, Dave, mm-hmm. we should re- we should say that I am Mark and you are and Dave. I'm Dave. Yeah, Alexa, what day is it? It's Tuesday, September nineteenth. Yes, we always timestamp it so you know what day we did the podcast. That's so right. That's right. So, so you had what a wild weekend with what? Yes, with, yes. With, I just who get you know, it. It doesn't matter when you go. You see some of the same people all the time. Uh-huh. You know, Moose, Moose Knuckle Mike was there. Uh-huh. His wife, Camel Toe Candy. <laughs> Stop. You know, and <laughs> we give them these nicknames because they wear such loose uh, clothing. We're uh-huh. so tight to the body. Uh-huh. Leaves nothing to the imagination. No. And then when Hammerhead Hank shows up, all oh. the girls just go nuts. Jeez. It's Hammerhead. <laughs> you know, he's known at Zuma as being the banana hammock legend, so to speak. I always said yeah. Mark would have been a great character voice <laughs> on, on one of these cartoons. <laughs> he missed his calling. <laughs> well, I tried out for The Simpsons, and, uh, well, you know the story behind that. Well, I, I'm really sorry you, you, you missed that, but, but you know what? So continue, hurt, Dave. continue with your story. Bad, man. I didn't yeah. make this show. Well, well that was, was just it. It was just, you know, trying to keep up with people, and yeah. Hammerhead Hank shows up. All the women are running to, to greet him, <laughs> and I'm laying there with oil all over me. Now I look like a Sandman. <laughs> you know, I stand up, and people are like, oh, no! There's a Sandman on the beach. And they start running from me in the other direction. I, you know, I, I'm really you know, surprised that people didn't scream "Rock Lobster" <laughs> yeah, when they saw you. But, but that's because I've, I, I know you. Uh, I was just not red enough yet. That's here we all. are. It's September nineteenth, and and we're on a Tuesday. We're running a day late. And that's my fault, and I, I apologize, and thank you for accommodating me today, uh, Mark. Uh, As I said, I'm a giver. I'm you, a giver. You're a, well, you did miss out on the uh, dollar cheeseburgers yesterday at I Wendy's, know. but, uh, you know, those five beautiful junior cheeseburgers went down well. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad you yeah, enjoyed them. Yeah, came well. out well this morning, too. So like, <laughs> I think I gave birth to Wendy. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's nice to know that you got your dollars worth. Well, you you, know, you won the lottery, lottery and, yeah. and it, well deserved. Five dollars. Uh, so much Five going on. Dollar. And I want to talk about uh, Elon Musk. Do we have to? No, but but <laughs> we must we must talk yeah, about I'm Musk. A little, uh, I'm a little musked about Elon right now. <sighs> the richest man in the world wants to start charging us a fee to use something we've had for free for well over a decade. You know, with X. Well, formerly Twitter. Yes, it it it's got me fried. 
It's, you know, because I've used it for so many years and it's not just one platform, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, you're, you're probably four. Still, still, I have four. We have the rat's ass podcast right. X. Then I have a personal one. And then I have two more that are for other businesses that, you know, my, my side hustle, so to speak, nobody has a second job anymore. Mm-hmm. They all have a side hustle. Who doesn't respect the man who has a side hustle. If you say that you have a second job, it's like, Oh, your first job doesn't pay enough. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you say I've got a side hustle, people like going, Hey, he's cool. You know, Mark's got a side hustle. He's a hustler, man. He's after the money. Sure. Sure. Mark. Maybe you should take a sedative to calm your nerves. <laughs> just drop it off, baby. Just drop it off. But yeah, you know, just, uh, I, I, X is my newspaper. Let's just put it yeah. that way. It's my newspaper. I follow what I want to follow. Yeah. And every day I get up and I'm able to go through and just read multiple publications in a short period of time. And, uh, you know, it's going to hurt depending on how much he wants to charge for this. And how many platforms he wants to charge? Is it just under your name uh, or is it just per account? So it's going to be interesting to see how he thinks he's going to get away with this when you have threads that's sitting on the sideline just waiting for X to screw up and add to threads, which is owned by Facebook and Instagram. What I always find interesting, and you and I have talked about this, is I always look at the comment section. And and the comments, wherever this has been posted, um, is does he really think that we're going to pay for Twitter? You know, they, they people keep referring to X as Twitter. Yes. So, you know, that's a great question. Would you pay for Twitter? And and I would not. I would not pay for X. I would not pay for Twitter. And and it, it's very funny. If he wants to have his ex, an exclusive club, let it be. Let it be. Well, it should be. Maybe if he wants to charge two versions, two different things, just, uh, you know, create another platform within a platform that you can charge for. And people find that, yes, worth paying for. But for those of us who have like, eh, you know, seven followers, because we don't follow things, we just use it as a newspaper, so to say, so to speak, uh, you know, leave us the hell alone. You know, I granted he nobody told him to spend forty four billion dollars for the platform that, um you know, pretty much makes no money outside of just from advertising. And we've talked about this. There's so many people who want advertising dollars and they're just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. For me, wait and see. I dumped the LA times cause I got everything, you know, on Twitter at the time. Yeah. Uh, so it became my newspaper. Yeah. I know a lot of people, I think you use Facebook as your newspaper. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I'd have to switch to that. God, I loathe Facebook. I just love I it. I know you but, do. Uh, I know you I just, do. I, I don't know why, because you, you get so much great information, and it depends on whom you'd subscribe to you. Sure. Uh, you know, which, you know, there are certain people and certain, uh, uh, you know, companies, websites that you want to subscribe to because they are credible but but what i've learned and and i think you have too is whatever social media you're using it's up to you to actually kind of figure out who's telling the truth and who isn't yeah absolutely well i i find there are no credible sources anymore so i read a lot of multiple things and draw my own conclusions yes. <laughs> that could be dangerous well <laughs> well i think that's the only thing we can do 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, I have a feeling, too, that, you know, when we only had the three major networks doing news, um, you know, we kind of believed the, the, the hosts who were telling us the news. But as we've gotten older and worked in the media, I wonder even then if Walter Cronkite, for an example, was as credible uh, as he was portrayed because there was only Walter and there was uh, the other guys on NBC. And I can't remember their names off the top of my head uh, because it was many years ago. When you had uh, Chancellor Brinkley, uh, you know, on NBC. Huntley Brinkley, Huntley Brinkley. Huntley, I'm sorry, Huntley Brinkley, uh, the Huntley Brinkley report. It all comes back around eventually. Yeah, on NBC, you know, Walter Cronkite on CBS. That's all we had. That's all we had. And then CNN launched, and they were a serious news network at once. No, and you had Harry Reasoner on ABC. Uh, and no. and and then they brought in a, a young Barbara Walters, and did you feel that on your head? No, I did not. Mm, was was I, did we have another earthquake that I didn't feel? No, I thought I felt something. <laughs> a- anyway, they brought in a young Barbara Walters. Did you feel that? No. Oh, What's going on? I don't know. I just thought I felt something. Maybe it's me. I'm getting old. Walter Cronkite was the the this nation turned to the cbs evening news with walter cronkite for some reason they trusted this man was he trustworthy at the time he we we thought he was but like i say as we get older and we see how the media works and have worked inside the media for a number of years and how the whole idea is to you know manipulate viewership or listenership so it's all about ratings and drawing revenue. Right. Uh, you know, that's the hard thing about watching media and news is that you see through the bullshit. So none of it has any credibility with me. So um, it leaves you to your own devices yeah. and well, looking at what uh, you read and say, OK, is this true? Is this false? And you kind of have to do your own research. Speaking about the bullshit. Yes, let's talk about the bullshit. The scabs have changed their minds oh. and won't be returning to television. Such bullshit. Such oh, bullshit. This, this is kind of amazing that's gone on since we talked last. Uh, so facing mounting criticism, Bill Maher, Drew Barrymore, the Jennifer Hudson show, and yeah. the cast from The Talk have all reversed their decisions suddenly. Were there death threats? Were there death what, threats what, on their what? lives for them to back away and say, okay, we they, got out last week, got a little publicity for saying we're coming back, but we never intended to do it. Or they really, somebody got into their ear and talked them out of it. Oh, somebody definitely got into their ear because there were too many people coming back and Bill Maher got the most out of this. Uh, rumors were rampant that everyone who had announced that they were returning had also hired non-union writers yes right in front of the strikers and they all knew this so this season is lost for oh, any no new content of being produced no the writers guild and sag after are no closer to a deal with the big studios from the day that they began this strike so this is a stalemate here we are, and it's five months into it, and and Young Sheldon, that television show, if and when it returns, 
Young Sheldon will be old Sheldon. He'll be older than the character that he portrayed, you on know. The Big Bang Theory. On the Big Yes. <laughs> it, it's true. Alexa, what do you think? Mark and Dave, I have written scripts for sitcoms and ready for television. Artificial intelligence can write better scripts like my new sitcom entitled mm-hmm. Alexa. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> You're very funny, Alexa. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, they listen to our conversations. They say they don't, but I know they do. Oh, you know they do. Oh, they do. What are you drinking? Are you sipping on Grandpa's old cough medicine over there? Candida dry. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, I may belch. <laughs> you see, this is the difference between Dave and I. If we want to discern it between, what's the difference between a Dave and a Mark? Dave drinks Canada dry. I drink sparkling ice. It's a hot new drink that's been out a couple of years, maybe longer than that. Time speeds by so quick. It could be 20 years old. I wouldn't know. But it's such a zero sugar, sparkling drink. I don't even drink soda anymore. And my kidneys have thanked me. But by the way. everybody drinks ginger ale. Not I. Not, no diet, no ginger ale, no Coke, no Pepsi, no soda for me at you all. You know, for the first time, and I have to point this out, because I just noticed this this weekend while I was watching All in the Family. And this is really, <laughs> no, I swear to God. No, I got to point this out. I got to stop the show and just point this out, because you and I talked okay. about this maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I said to you, how is it that you and I eat so differently? Because you had pointed out that you eat everything at, at once. And I said, yes, you know, I have a burger and fries. And and you say, no, I, I do it very differently. I do it separately. Yeah, I have the hamburger first, the fries second. Unless it's in and out, I, I do the fries first. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not so weird that when I eat a hamburger, I don't eat the uh, the meat first, then eat the onion, then, you know, eat the bun and lick the condiments off. I'm not that nuts. Now, Although you and I, I couldn't be talked into it for the right amount of money. When we had that conversation, just maybe a couple of weeks ago, you and I have known each other. We've had lunch many, many times. Yeah, thirty years. Never known plus. that. Never noticed years. Never Long noticed time. that. So I'm watching All in the Family. So Archie and, and, and the meathead, you know, Rob Reiner, who's playing. Don't get me started about Rob Reiner. That's okay, why I can't okay. watch reruns of All in the Family. I'm First sorry. of all, Continue. it's the same conversation that you and I had. Archie <laughs> says that you have to eat it the way I eat it. Which is scary. <laughs> oh, God. No. Because he says you eat it one at a time, you know, you take a bite of the burger, you take some french fries or whatever they were eating, you do meatloaf, you take mashed potatoes. So you and, eat and, like and, Archie. And, and that is, and he, he describes it as a balanced meal. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and, and, God. And, and, and of course, Mike yeah. Stivick, uh, Rob Man. Reiner, looks at Archie and says, Arch, you and I have been sitting across the table for six years, and this is the first time you've noticed how I eat? He said, because this is the first time you've slowed down enough that it wasn't a blur. 
<laughs> so the meathead inhales his food, so to speak. Pretty much. One thing at a time. Pretty yeah. much. Right. So what you're saying is in a roundabout way, I'm the meathead on the show. No, I'm just saying that that I I, I couldn't believe that that it, it, you and I had just recently had the same conversation. And this weekend on All in the Family on MeTV, it it, it, that 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 episode was on. So I'm not alone. I'm not, uh, you know, somebody that is alone in my habits. There no. are other people like me. No. At least one. But getting back to the the uh, the scabs, and that's what they were calling them. Uh, Bill Maher, yeah, Drew Barrymore, right now, Jennifer way. Hudson, and the cast from The Talk. And they said they were scabs. Uh, they got a bad reputation. Things changed. Uh, suddenly they stopped production. They said they would not be uh, producing new shows. And this season is pretty much lost. Yeah. And uh, don't expect any new content, uh, content uh, being produced since the Writers Guild and SAG after are no closer. Uh, you know, to, Dave, at this point, who any, gives a rat's ass? Nobody gives a rat's ass. Here's the thing. <laughs> and, and, and if you look at the comment section, as we were talking about earlier, you see that, right? The comment section is is filled with people filth, who work filth. who work in the business, who support, of course, what's going on, and then you see the average Joe, who's just commenting on on, on this this on, on social media, and they don't care. They don't give a rat's ass. Well, let so, me ask you this. Do you care that the auto workers are on strike? Would you care if Wendy's employees were on strike? We're not involved in the U, uh, UAW or fast food or anything like that. Do we care as just average Mark and Dave's? Do we care if these people go on strike? That's a great question. You know, I mean, if we can't get our burgers, if we can't get our cars and we can't get them repaired. Yeah, we'll give a rat's ass then. But uh, as it stands right now, uh, you know, this has been going on, like you said, five months, going on six months. And uh, TV, terrestrial TV, old media, traditional media uh, is going by the wayside. And I don't think this helps at all because it lets people say, well, I'm just going to go find something else. I hear this guy talking about this, this lady talking about that. Let's go seek out our entertainment elsewhere. And they find it and then they don't go back to traditional media they stop watching they they learn how to stream that's right. everything that you stream is going to be on these channels now like for an example monday night football on espn okay. is now being simulcast Wait, on as, as you're talking about this do you think this is conditioning you know Absolutely. that the, well, this this is maybe conditioning by a good question by you know the the big companies they're conditioning now the audience they're it's almost indoctrinating the audience now to move in this direction because if you want good content you have to pay pay for for it you have to pay for it yeah absolutely i don't doubt it because the ad dollars aren't there so it's only going to come from ad dollars or streaming dollars and so, you, you were about to talk about Monday Night Football going yeah. to on ABC. Yeah, they're simulcasting it on Monday night. And, and the story goes, the people that watch Dancing with the Stars, they are pissed off. Well, because they you know are accustomed to their show on Monday night. 
That's right. But because ABC, due to the lack of scripted programs, ABC needs to fill some time slots. Yeah. What better way to do it? Let, let's, oh! let, let's face it. Bob Iger. And I like to call him Bob no. Igor. Yes, I always thought it was Igor. No, it's Bob I- oh, Iger. Okay. I call him Bob Iger. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Igor. <laughs> it's Igor. time to change. I'm Bob Igor West. Okay. So, you know, they, they, they said, okay. And ABC today announced here on this state that, you know, they're putting a, a substantial amount of money into the their Disney parks. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? And, and where is that going? And so people are asking, where is that money going to come from? So they know they're going to sell the network. I mean, they obviously need to have revenue. They're, they need to gain revenue. So that revenue needs to come from someplace. So it just gets so, moved around from one entity to another. That's all. Well, the, this the even, amount of money available is an increasing, Dave. But this, this makes it seems now more than ever. This time, it seems like they're going to sell the network. I mean, this is going to, and I and I truly have a feeling. You and I have talked about this. You know, Byron Allen, his company is trying to buy it, but Nexstar is also trying to buy it, and they've said, "Okay, Nexstar is out of the picture." And once you say something like that, I think, "Okay, there's your next buy. There's your next uh, company." So you think it's going to be Byron Allen? No, I think it's going to be Nexstar. I, I tell you. Oh, you think Nexstar is going to take it? I think it's going to be Nexstar. I think that's going to be the next company that owns ABC TV. All right. And Write that down, everybody. Dave has. I don't know. It's it's just, you know, that's just a gut feeling. But, don't backpedal. But, you made the call. You <laughs> made the call. Stay no, I made the, the call. call. Dave says Nexstar. That's it. Yeah. Blue Horseshoe loves Nexstar. I'm I'm sticking I'm I'm sticking to my guns on this one, and that's going to be it uh, for today's uh, Tuesday edition. We usually do it on a Monday, but today's Tuesday edition, September nineteenth, twenty twenty-three, of the Rants Podcast with Mark and Dave. Check it out on Facebook, X, and Instagram. Also, TikTok. Okay, yeah, I like the way you do that. <laughs> TikTok. Okay, have a great day. TikTok. See you, bye.